So pioneering is a practical strategy to ignite a pioneering spirit by combining an entrepreneurial mindset, a design thinking skill set, and an engineering tool set through a pollinating process. That was like way more intelligent and like complex than I thought it was going to be. Okay, this is like literally why I couldn't even like I couldn't even fucking <laughs> I stand up. <laughs> I felt like such an idiot, like not being able to like bring up this concept that I just said like was so fascinating to me. I couldn't even describe it. Yeah, but, like I understand it. You know, I understand it. It's just hard to have words. everybody my name is jessica hi i'm jade and welcome back to the jj experience (laughs) hell yes this is like episode nine right hell yes (laughs) that's so exciting i i can't believe it and i i've been listening to more podcasts recently and there's some that just have like you know a couple hundred and i'm like wow like once we hit like a hundred episodes that's gonna be such a milestone for us crazy and like once we hit a thousand followers on instagram like all these milestones are coming up and it makes me so excited and i don't know i i love it bro i love the life we've chosen (laughs) i was literally thinking i'm like are we gonna do something for the 10th episode The 10th, I think, is a little early, but definitely the 100th, like, gotta do something. Dude, we should, we should try to do the um, episode that we're both excited about. I don't want to give it away. Um, I don't know. I'm excited, honestly, about a couple or, like, (laughs) a few of the episodes that we've been talking about, so I'm not sure which one. We'll try to do one of the ones we're excited about. (laughs) Obviously, yeah. Probably a good idea. Oh, show. Um, I'm super excited about this episode today. I know we're both super passionate about entrepreneurship and living a life of freedom and our being able to follow our dreams and our passions. So I think that we're going to really, you know, slam dunk on everyone with this pod. I hope so. I definitely like, Jay and I were brainstorming ideas and this is something that I've been feeling so strongly recently, especially because I have been working basically a nine to five job and it's been sucking the life out of me. It's been <laughs> just like completely awful and just very unmotivating, honestly, above anything else. So I'm so excited to talk about this topic and remind myself what life can be, <laughs> what I hope it to be very soon. Yes. Why uh, Why is your job so bad, Jess? What happens? Tell us a little bit about that. I don't even want to talk. At the, at the storage unit. <laughs> at the storage facility. Uh, it's like this run down fucking nasty ass covered in dust storage unit behind like a dumpster, a dump site, which is why we're covered <laughs> in dust all the time. But um, I don't know. We also do U-Haul there and like the U-Haul people are so nasty and mean um, but a lot of the storage people are also nasty and mean. <laughs> and a lot of times I work by myself and I have to like, I'm the assistant manager on the property. So when I'm there by myself, like everything on the property is my responsibility and my fault. <laughs> so which I'm normally cool with, but the property is very run down. So it's just like, I don't know. And it just, I don't know if it's the property and like, how it is if it just attracts like trashy people but 
it's just not the best situation. <laughs> and I find myself a lot of times during the day, I'm like, why the fuck am I here? Like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't know. And just question <laughs> everything about it all the time. Um, but I will say definitely like, I don't know, all day long I spend trying to like think of what I can do to not be doing this, you know? Yeah. And I think that's really, that's really good that you're thinking about that and you're like, oh my gosh, like what can I do so that I'm not still doing this? Like you're wondering, like, but some people actually work the same job that they hate, the same like awful, (sighs) terrible, toxic workplace. They just stay in that for like, you know, 40 years. Like, can you believe that? I really can't. That's never. I could never allow that for myself. I really couldn't. I don't know. I have too much self-respect, I think. I just can't. I look at these motherfuckers, dude. Like, there are people who, like, work for this storage company, and, like, this is their career. This is their life. Like, their life is the storage unit or the storage, like, asset management company. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that is their life. And I'm just, like, I, I can't imagine. I couldn't do that. I really couldn't. I, when I was younger, I wanted to be in marketing and I really wanted um, to be a marketing director of like a large corporation and like that whole corporate, like lifestyle, like I was about that. And I honestly, like, I know I could do it and I could thrive and flourish because I am very um, like type A and I love organization and structure and I love being the leader. So yes, I could do that. But I feel like I just really don't want to work with people like that anymore. Like I really want to be doing my own thing. And like, I want to have my very own business, you know, like I don't really, I don't want to work on somebody else's dream. Like I want it to be mine. So yeah, seriously. Why I, I just couldn't, I, that's why I drifted away from the whole corporate aspirations. Um, I'm so glad that I was able to like realize that before I graduated college and like before I actually like went after a corporate job. Um, Because I feel like then it would have been harder to make the switch because then I would be busy like working all the time and it would be harder to like figure out like what I want to do. But I'm really glad like I actually know exactly what I want to do like from a young age. And, you know, my dreams are to like be able to graduate college and not to have another job, not to have a corporate job, not to continue my serving job. Like I want to go full force in my online social media based business with money coaching and you know, that's what I want to do. Like, that's what I want my life to look like. So I just keep reminding myself of that. And I'm like, I just, I can't take the nine to five after or the four to close. That's what I was telling Wesley earlier. Four like, to close. Four to close. That's really rough, you know, because I that's work. Um, it's like four to 2 a.m. sometimes. Like, it's seriously awful. Yeah. And something about that, like, it just throws your whole life off, honestly, like the night shift. That's like, I can't imagine. That's like, honestly, I, a conscious thing that I've decided, like, I don't want to work night shifts. And I did for a while. Like, I did enjoy it. But you end up, like, you're in bed until you basically have to work. And that is your life. Yeah, like, you really terrible. get wrapped up. Everyone, yeah. Ev- I feel like everyone says that. They stay up all night and then they don't get up until, like, an hour before their shift or something. In, like, yeah, two hours. Ridiculous. I absolutely hate if I do something like that. Like, yeah. if I am working at night, I literally try and wake up at least, like, six or seven hours before sometimes that doesn't happen because honestly I've had the worst sleeping schedule lately but <laughs> it I, happens. I hate just getting up out of bed and then going to work and then closing and you know that's like a 10 can be like 10 11 hour shift like and that's like a single shift not even a double like it's literally like 
it's a lot. Yeah, and I feel like that's really what gets, I don't know, like, it's, you look at that and you're like, who would want to do that? But people literally do that. And I feel like people just get truly, like, wrapped up in it. And you're doing that all the time. Like, that's what your entire day looks like all the time. And I feel Mm -hmm. like I've even fallen to that where you, like, just get in a routine and you don't even have time to think about anything else. And, like, before you know it, you've been there for a couple years. You're just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, what is going on? That's, like, the trap that so many of us are in. Like, we end up just working, and then we end up, like, have getting into a rat race where we're spending as much as we're making, and we're really not even, like, paying attention to anything. So then all of a sudden, we're in debt up to our eyeballs, and we're like, wow, I can't even try to do something else because I need a consistent income from my job, which I hate. And it's, yep. like, this whole crap, and I feel like if you really are, like, I don't know, like, I, don't, I watched this episode, and it was like, can entrepreneurs be like born you know is that like a natural born trait or is that something that's taught and I think it can be both but um, I feel like if you are really like an entrepreneur you're gonna like listen to that that calling inside of you and like you're going to pursue something like you're not you're not gonna just not take action yeah and I feel like especially when you just have that personality like I think from such a young age I had a hard time fitting in with just the structure of school and stuff like that and just focusing on one thing and staying in one place like I just always knew even now like I you know I kind of don't really know what path I want to take and I think it's because every day I'm like oh I want to do this I want to do that and I try to like really focus myself in on one thing but I've always known like I wanted to do like a lot of different things and like you know have the freedom to be able to do those things and I think that's something you can't ignore like that's just what you gravitate towards that's what you want you know Yeah, definitely from a young age, I knew that I, like, was a very creative person, and, like, I always did a lot of things um, to make money in different ways that were really creative from, like, the age of, I don't know, six or seven. I remember literally giving my parents massages, hand massages, foot massages, back massages, and I would write up an invoice for them, and I would put receipts, (laughs) and I would put... Um, I think it, I forgot what was, I think it was just J Johnson massage company. I'm pretty sure that was my name. Bro, I love that. (laughs) Yes. And I'm talking like I, we saved all of them for some reason, you know, like I was a, a bookkeeper back then, I guess. So I had like this whole cabinet dedicated to like my like school stuff and like arts and crafts and like my business stuff, because I had a whole folder where I kept all of the invoices and whether they were paid or not. Um, it was like super weird because actually like no one taught me how to do that. I don't think, I don't think my mom ever like, Oh, you were about that money. (laughs) Yeah, but I was, and I would charge like $5 for a a massage. Like I literally, like I got them, you know, like I got that money. I've always been about like, you know, getting paid what I'm worth and like what I feel like I'm worth and like my value and everything. So I have always been one to charge like with massages and then, I also was doing that whole thing in middle school um, where I was like ironing on stickers on the back of people's jackets. I'd put their last name or like a phrase or whatever they wanted. Um, that was a pretty cool thing. People paid me like 20 bucks per like sweater or shirt. So yeah, you know. you've been dealing with that. <laughs> I yeah. remember. I did. It was pretty cool. I loved doing stuff like that back then. And like, my mom always like encouraged it and was like, yeah, good job. But, um, you know, like, I don't know how I even got these ideas. Like, I think I literally 
I, I really have no idea. I don't know how, actually. I really, I, I can't even explain it, but there was definitely yeah, like a thing from within you, you know? Like, yeah. that was just always in you, and that was always the drive you had. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna fucking, and that's the cool thing, too. Like, even things like that, you know, that's what I also want to carry over into, like, my adulthood is to be able to do things you enjoy and things you're passionate about. Like, it just sucks, you know, for a while, I was just like, you know, some people hate their job. Like, that's just is what it is. But I feel like that's the wrong way to look at it. Like the way yeah. wrong way. Like, I don't know. That sounds horrible. Sounds miserable. Like, okay, you hate your job, but like, what are you going to do about it? You know, like, are you going to live this way forever? Or are you going to, you know, hop into a different field or, you know, whatever. But you can't just like stick in that mentality and in that situation because you do just have one life and you should live it like to the fullest and try to be as happy as you can, especially at work since that does take up so much of our time. Seriously. You know, like that's why like I love entrepreneurship because you can do whatever you want. Like it is your own businesses. You can dabble in like whatever really pleases you and like you have the financial means to do so. Um, And I don't know. I just, I feel like, being your own boss and like being your own CEO of your life is really like a necessity. I, I, I feel like everyone gets so trapped up into like the whole workforce and everything that it brings. And it's really sad. Yeah. And I think that's the whole, especially in our country, um, specifically like, you know, we're a capitalist country and I, you know, I've seen stuff over the years um, about capitalism being just like this whole you know, like you, like we've all been fooled into thinking this is a good thing. Cause I don't know. I grew up like, that's just so kind of the way it is. Like you work for what you want. The government doesn't hand you anything, like nothing like that. Um, but I think you get wrapped up, like there's a certain idea of it that gets pushed onto us where it's like, you kind of just start running on a wheel and you're like powering this bigger thing. And it's like, why, you know, why aren't you living your life for you? Why are you living yourself, living your life for this like bigger thing that doesn't really care about you necessarily? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like political or anything. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, definitely stay till the end because I'm going to be sharing a hack to um, kind of like what to do if you want to pursue something else, you want to pursue your passion and kind of like dabble in entrepreneurship, but you can't really afford to leave your nine to five and like you are stuck in that. I'm going to be sharing a hack on what you can do while you're in that situation. So make sure y'all stay till the end. Yes, because we are not shitting on nine to fives. We, I think we both work nine to fives at points in our lives. I'm working one currently. And the most important thing about working nine to five, well, at least to us, <laughs> is, you know, if you're not happy with it, is to know the steps you need to take to make the most out of it and to be able to pursue greater things. Yes, definitely. We're not shitting on the nine to five. I work uh, four to close, like I was saying before. But like, I, you know, we both respect the hustle. Like, that's what we need to do. Yeah. Like, that's part of being an entrepreneur, constantly hustling and having that grit and that determination to do everything necessary so that you can, you know, get to that point where you want to be in life and do the things that you want to do. So, like, definitely if you are in that position where you're working a nine to five, afford to close, you know, you're pulling double shifts or working two jobs. Like we respect your hustle. We totally feel you and we understand and we respect it. 
Um, but just know, like, you need to have a plan um, for, like, what you really want to pursue. Like, you need to have – that kind of ties into, like, finances, and you need to have a financial plan to know, like, when you're going to be okay to leave your job and pursue something else or whatever. But that's a whole other episode. But um, <laughs> but definitely, yeah, not shitting on nine-to-fives or four-to-closes. We love them if you're using them to get to where you want to be. Yeah, I mean, I think people talk about all the time – working like a shitty minimum wage job, but using that to fund another, you know, career path that ultimately is a lot more lucrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's my goal. Like, that's what that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to do too. Like for this year, like I really want to save up some money, you know, so that I can afford to take some months off. And like, I have that backup uh, money just in case so that like, I can just try to go ahead and do my business um, completely and like without my serving job or anything because I do make quite a bit of money at my serving job but like that it's really it's not enough I need more I have I know that I deserve more and that I'm worth more and it's just like it's hard work it's not the work that I want to be doing it's not the work yeah. that I can like see for myself so I just need like something way more fulfilling for like my personal self and I just I need more financially you know like I feel like you really need to ask yourself when it comes to work, like, is this enough for me? Like, is this amount enough? Like, is this worth me? Um, and then also, like, is the job actually, like, hitting all of my spots, all the all those good spots, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't even think, like, I don't think I've had a single job that has ever made me, like, happy in any way. <laughs> and, like, you know, something was something that I was passionate about, which I feel like is mm-hmm. so sad. Yeah, same. I feel like for a long time, I thought that's just how it was, you know, yeah. that's just what you do. Yeah. And that's sad that like you, you know, you grew up and like, that's what you thought because for like, whatever reason, like, I probably because you saw so many people like, that's just how everyone is like, they just yeah. hate their job, but everyone does it. And like, that, like I was saying before, I'll say it again, that's what an entrepreneur is. Like, they are the type of person that realizes that they're not happy and realizes that their situation isn't for them. And then they do something to, like, they set up a plan for themselves and they do the work so that they can get out of that and then, you know, pursue what they want to do. Like, it's all about taking action and, like, also consistent action. Like, yeah. you really, nothing happens overnight. Like, you can't build a business overnight no matter what it is, e-commerce, like in person, anything. So everything takes work and consistency and passion. I think like grit and passion are one of the two most um, important factors behind entrepreneurship as well. Yeah, I love the word you're using, grit. Like I feel oh, like that's perfect word. <laughs> the grit of it all. I'm pretty sure I've talked about this class before on this um, podcast, but management, I took it earlier this semester. It was um, intro to entrepreneurial management. That's what it was. Or no, it was just intro to entrepreneurship. What am I talking about? But it was a management course. um, And I had an amazing professor. He really left an impact on me. And he was just like, he was the definition of an entrepreneur, but he actually was more than that. He called himself and like created this term and even like literally wrote a whole textbook that was like, not like a huge textbook. It was like a really good size and it was, um, it had a lot of activities and was very interactive. So it was like way better than a textbook, but 
I guess like an activity workbook based on this whole concept of pollineering and um and just that means like an entrepreneurship an entrepreneur but more creative I really wish I could explain this better I feel like I'm not doing him justice um (laughs) but it was basically super cool and shit where was I going with that um why did I bring that up why did I bring up this class I don't know I wanted to hear what more about what the poly and whatever what that was pollineering it's just um I really I'm really looking it up right now (laughs) see if I can find it okay well sorry guys I'm really failing you I'm having like a brain fart right now and like I don't even I don't even know how to like I'm not doing it justice describing it, but it's entrepreneurship on so many different levels. And it's more of like, um, I don't know, being a pollineer, like being extra creative. I don't, I don't really know. I'm, he sounds like a really fucking creative guy. Like, I don't think I'm creative enough to think of a new word and write a whole textbook about it. I know. I literally am tempted to get the textbook right now so I can read the fucking definition of pollinator. <laughs> Bro, I would not be opposed because I am really curious. Seconds. Okay, I'll, I'll be right back. Okay, I am back with my pollinating book. Okay, so literally the title um, or like the subtitle of the book, it says a pracademic lifelong learning workbook. Like, so it's not a textbook. It's like an interactive learning workbook. I just love that, you know? Like, yeah, this guy is a genius. would want to fucking have a textbook, you know? I feel like just yeah. even speaks to the kind of person he is. Yeah. So this is um, in parentheses. It says, like, this is for pioneers, entrepreneurs, designers, engineers, and pollinators. And honestly, like, I'm a piece of shit, and I really didn't go through this as much as I should have within the class because I literally just, like, I just – I couldn't handle anything, and I really, like, wasn't paying attention as much as I should have. But the stuff that I did do, it was super helpful. And in my downtime, I really do want to go through this workbook because I feel like it wouldn't – you know, it would be really beneficial. Like, it teaches you a lot of really cool stuff. So let me – let me get to it. Um, I know he talks a lot about spirit. Like, that's a part of, like, pollineering, having, like, the spirit and, like, the grit to do something. I'm trying to find the actual... Okay, so pollinating. Are you ready for this, Jess? I'm fucking ready. Okay. Fucking I understand now. <laughs> I felt like such an idiot, like, not being able to, like, bring up this concept that I just said, like, was so fascinating to me. I couldn't even describe it. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I understand it. You know, I understand it. It's just hard to have words, those words specifically. But, yeah, <laughs> that is what we talked about, that whole class, and... You know, honestly, I really, um, I forgot what the heck you said. Oh, grit. That's what it was. Grit. That's why, that's why I brought up this class. He is the one who really like introduced that concept to us. And he like related that back to like a part of spirit, you know, like, can you measure grit? Like, how do you know, like how much grit is how much, like, do you have a lot of grit? Like, how do we measure that? And like, what is it? And you know, just like how you have to have grit to be an entrepreneur, you have to be ready to do literally whatever it takes and keep going for however long because like you're gonna fucking get it like this is what you want to do. And you just need that grit like it was just such an awesome concept. And it was so fun to talk about with him in that class. Um, Dude, I love that. Shout out to Mr. Wilson. Or Dr. Wilson. My apologies. Dr. Dr. Wilson. Yes. Dr. Wilson at University of Miami. Love him. Yes, bro. (laughs) 
No, seriously. I think that like concept of having grit is like, I think it's a main factor of like being an entrepreneur and like a, a trait that you have to have. And I feel like that's something we both have where you just fucking, no matter how much you hate it, bro, like you just keep going because you know that it's going to pay off in the end. Like you just yes. have to get through it. <laughs> yeah. I really need to like remember the grit and like my spirit when school starts and <laughs> I'm trying to like handle taking on clients, my run my social beat. Oh, I literally can't talk. Run my social media, like do this podcast weekly, do ROTC and work. Like I need to really remember the spirit inside and hopefully like I can continue to knock the shit out, but it's definitely going to take a lot of like intrinsic motivation. Um, because my schedule is going to be disgusting. Yeah, bro. It's but like, you know, like super it's a part of it. It's a part. It's, you know, it's my grit. My grit is going to shine through. <laughs> I'm going to kill it. Like it's going to be fine. Hopefully. Dude, that's such a good way to look at it. So positive. Uh, I'm doing this. I'm like having a revelation on this podcast episode right now. Like, whoa, bro. I'm in the middle of my grit and I'm just feeling really negative. <laughs> I'm like, bro. I don't know. Like, it's so no hard to keep a positive mindset, but that's where the grit comes in. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because we can't, you know, we can't be working these nine to fives. It really isn't for us. There's this hilarious reel on Instagram um, that I'm going to imitate soon. I have so many ideas, so many freaking <laughs> ideas, and they all are so fun, and I would love to do this. I just never have the time to literally create content. It makes me so upset, which is another reason why I can't be working a nine-to-five or a four-to-close because, like, I want time to, like, do what I'm passionate about. Um, but, oh, yeah, so my point about the reel was it was, like, um, I literally – I'm going to find it, and I'm going to play it right now. So you can hear it. But it's basically like, I can't work a nine to five. Like, it'll never work for me. And I've been telling them for a long, long time. It's by, um, I don't know. I want to say, I really don't know who it's by because I'm the worst. But. <laughs> Bro, you got to stop holding out on people with your reels. I know. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm not going to be able to find it, but I'll definitely re- um, I'll, I'll do the reel. Um, and then I'll, maybe I'll, I'll share it on the podcast and we can link it back to this episode and then we'll be like, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. We'll, we'll post it on the, uh, podcast Instagram or like the story or something. Yes. Stay tuned guys. It's going to be a good one. I really wanted to like share it over the, over the mics, over the wires, as my professor would say. Oh, over the wires. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what, would can you like describe what a life of freedom would look like to you or like what you would do as an entrepreneur like what would your maybe like tell me about what a weekday would look like and then what a weekend would look like like bro you know what I mean <clears throat> that's so like specific you would word it like that You're, like, I know I box <laughs> okay so I did this activity <laughs> I did this activity in one of my other management classes. I've actually had like phenomenal management courses where we've done really cool things, but she had us do this activity where we literally planned out um, from like the time we woke up to the time we went to bed, like what every hour, or that's at least how I did it. I was super detailed, <laughs> but I did what every single hour would look like of my day, like working from home as an entrepreneur and like how that would be. And then what like a what like a Saturday looked like 
Um, and it was super fun. I loved it. I have that saved on my laptop and I'm literally going to look back at it in 10 years and pat myself on the back because I know it's going to be great. I'm sure it will be. See, that's what's hard for me though. Cause I mean, <clears throat> when I think about what I want for the future, one of the things would be like every day looks different, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like different things every day. So, and like, I also don't really know exactly what path I'm going to take, but I'm going to try my best here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Cause I do like, I've been really trying to self-reflect a lot in the last year because um, I got my real estate license and I pretty much got my real estate license to like have a career just so I can make money, not because I wanted to do it at all. Um, and that was like my main purpose. And I remember telling people that and they were like, okay, like in school and stuff, like it would come up and they're like, so you just want to do that for the money? And I'm like, yep. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah. And like, you know, people always say, don't do stuff for the money, like do it because it makes you happy or because it's meaningful to you. So I've tried to do a lot of soul searching because I don't know when I was younger, I knew that like, I thought I knew (laughs) I wanted to be in like law enforcement or something because that was something that was meaningful to me. And like, I felt like that was a way to do something good. Um, and I feel like I still want that, like an aspect of that. I'm just not sure how, like, I definitely want to do something that is meaningful and like, I can have a positive impact on people. I think like when I'm thinking about it now, I would like to have like some type of weed business and like medically speaking and be able to help people in that way and like educate on the benefits of it. Um, Mm -hmm. Like that's something I definitely feel like I want to do somewhere along the line. Um, Yo, I would love to mark, like help market your, your business because I could totally like help you with your website and everything. That would be so fun. I feel like that'd be so awesome for you. And that's like like a silent partner, bro. (laughs) yeah that would be super fun yes dude I love it I think you would love that because you're really you are passionate about that and I think that you would enjoy helping other people like learn about how it could benefit them and you could literally have your own like you'd be a little dispensary dude like you could be huge I've gone back and forth on like whether because there's a lot of different avenues like you could be a dispensary you could um have a grow you could have like I think they call it a nursery I don't remember anymore Um, but where you grow the weed or you can like have, you know, glass products or like, I don't know, there's a a lot of different ways you can do it and like get into the industry. So I wasn't even sure how I wanted to, because I mean, this is a very new industry specifically. So there's a lot of regulations they're trying to work out and it takes a lot of money to get started, honestly, especially if you want to get like a license to sell or grow or anything. (laughs) But, um, I think it's also another thing that I would want would be like, at least definitely like, towards the end of my life, I would want to be like a farmer of like whatever weed or otherwise. <laughs> um, and just like literally have no contact with other humans, <laughs> which I feel like isn't realistic for like my younger years. You know, I feel like you have to interact with people to be able to make money and be successful, <laughs> which sucks, yeah. but it's just, that is what it is. But I would like to hope, I would hope to, um minimize that uh contact as I get older and have the ability to minimize it (laughs) I definitely can see that for you I like just being like a farmer having your own land out somewhere yeah on a farm with all my animals and shit (laughs) yeah would you have little kiddos running around of course (laughs) I feel like that would be so cool to like raise 
my kids on a farm or something, honestly. Like, I feel like that's such a cool way to grow up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what does a weekend look like? Like, if you're <gasps> while you're being your own boss, you know? Like, tell me, tell me a Saturday or a Sunday. I don't know, like – it can be like because I know you want to do different things so just like what's one of the things that you'd want to do that's tough I, don't I know, know like, I'm putting you on the spot you really are I I would definitely want to like I want to have a lot of animals like you know I think that would be cool to be able to just spend time on my farm with like my kids and my animals and stuff and Aww. I feel like that would ultimately be like I feel like that's like prime happiness like if I can get to that like I would have achieved it and obviously like having enough money to at least be comfortable but I'm trying to not be about all about the money anymore you know because that is not all that life is that isn't what it is but you definitely need to have an amount that makes that you can live on happily I feel like you need a certain amount (laughs) yes there is an amount there is a number yes so Jade what about you bro I know you've been waiting okay bro um Let me, let me think, let me think. So if I was telling you about a day, like a weekday, maybe a Monday or a Tuesday of in like two to three years from now, this is how I could see it. Um, hmm. Okay. So I wake up and I, okay. I don't want to be like so detailed because that's, that's <laughs> I, so I wake up. <laughs> oh Okay, so basically, I think I would be, you know, having, well, because I feel like it's kind of like hard to explain because um, for the business that I want to run for like a social media business and for like a coaching business, there are, there's a lot of different type of work that you can be doing. You can be like doing back end work. So you can be working on like your client management systems and like your email campaigns and stuff like that. Or you can like be creating content. Um, That's like another thing that I could be doing. So like just doing YouTube videos, I really want to have a YouTube channel. Um, That's like something that I actually want to start quarter one of this year. So, or actually, no, sorry, that's quarter two, but I need to start brainstorming and thinking about and, you know, working out the kinks um, of it this quarter. Bro, I'm so excited for you for that. (laughs) I'm excited. It's going to be a lot though, because I know YouTube editing takes a lot of fucking time. So, you know, but I think it'll be cool. And then I'll, I, we can start doing, like, YouTube stuff for us. So. Dude, I'm excited for that. Hell yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I could be creating content for, like, YouTube or Instagram, you know, doing reels, TikToks. Reels are really fun to make. I like doing them. Um, I love when I'm able to, like, have the time to batch content. Um, and then I can just like, I have everything ready and then I just see whatever feels like aligned with me that day. And that's what I'll post. That's nice. (laughs) Yeah. So that's like, that's what another day could look like. Um, I could also like another day I'll probably have scheduled for like all coaching calls, you know, like whatever I'm doing, whether it's like group coaching or just like one-on-one coaching. And also by this time I should have, um, an actual course out. So that should be like an evergreen um, income or an evergreen like revenue stream for me right there. And I'll just kind of, you know, spend time working on that, improving the course, um, just like getting more reviews and adding updates and stuff like that. And then let me see what else would I be doing during the week? 
Um, I do want to hire people to help me. I actually would love to hire my mom to do something. Um, I was thinking she could be like customer service, you know, like respond to my messages on Facebook and like respond to like, yeah, it could be like, you know, the Jay Johnson team. Cause like, that's what Vanessa Lau has like on her Facebook group. Like she has her Vanessa Lau herself. Um, or actually, yeah, that's what it is. And then she'll have, um, an account for Vanessa Lau team and her team will like respond on her behalf because like she gets so much um interaction you know she has so many questions being asked to her all the time so maybe that um I would hire her later on in my business but I definitely want to like onboard people onto my team so that I'm not doing so much work myself or not really onboard but outsource a lot of work um so that I can get help with like editing and stuff like that so then another part of my week would be doing like team meetings and I think that would be really fun because you know I do like working in groups when it's like a cohesive like oneness like I love having like a tribe so if I could have like a few people to work with me in my business like for my business I feel like that'd be amazing yeah especially Uh, people you can trust bro like that would be so like you know having your mom on your team and shit like that like that's like ideal (laughs) I would love to be able to like give her that income um so that she doesn't have to work somewhere else you know like yeah and she can work with you like that's so much better like you know yeah oh my god so yeah I think that'd be so fun um so yeah that's I think what my week would look like and that like is I don't know that just sounds so fun for me like all of the stuff creating content just like getting on social media every day I'm actually gonna start doing this hopefully this week I'm gonna do money moves and booze um and I'm gonna like do like a weekly Instagram live where we just talk like all things money, investing, like all that good stuff. Um, so I'd be doing a lot of that. Oh, and that sounds lit. Yeah, I feel like I, I'd be literally just living like a life all around social media because like that is, you know, like what my business, that's how I promote my business through social media. But um, I would have a lot of stuff on Evergreen and like automated so that I shouldn't be like, you know, doing too much like my stuff should be very automated that's what I'm working on right now like putting systems in place so that when I do get start getting a lot of clients like I'll have everything just like a well-oiled machine like everyone will be onboarded emails sent out contracts signed invoices paid like you know time is money so (laughs) bro you are like have everything so like planned out and detailed and compared to me but I feel like that's just always how how you've been and like I've always been very disorganized in that way I just kind of like big picture and we'll figure it out (laughs) yeah I mean if if that works for you bro like you know not everybody's the same I think that this works for me like I literally have to do I am so like detail oriented and I love like mapping things out like day by day hour by hour like minute by minute if I could if the minutes were longer (laughs) but um yeah I love that and then I think a weekend would look like me traveling somewhere definitely oh I forgot about traveling (laughs) bro how can you forget about traveling I want I want to be able I want to be able to travel if I want to you know like not all the time I don't think I don't think that's necessarily realistic when you have kids and stuff but if I want to fucking take two weeks and go to fucking Spain I'm gonna go do that you know yeah and I want to build a business where I am able to take that time off you know so I will people to help me and like I will need to put systems in place so that I can take that time off and like my business keeps running but I want to be able to build that 
um, that type of model in my business. And I want to be able to travel whenever I want. I want to go to Spain and go to Italy and visit like vineyards and then also like go to Egypt and the Bahamas and the Caribbean. And there's so many places. We want to go everywhere. (laughs) Weekends could be for traveling. And then also, you know, like just maybe like trying new restaurants with Wes. Like I really, really like going out and like having cocktails. And like, yeah, I can make cocktails at home, but I like I like being served at restaurants. Like I love yeah. that. So, you know, like I would definitely want to um, have a lot of time for that. And yeah, just to like do anything. But like really I, w- I would want to have the weekends off because I never have the weekends off now when I'm like hustling and grinding. So I want to build a business to where like I have the weekends off or I just have to do like very, very limited work. Um, in the mornings and that's it and then I have the rest of the time off with my family like with my kids and and my husband and like we just do cool stuff dude I love when we have talks like this because this is really what you need to do like to keep yourself positive and motivated like while you try to work through all these things because you know this is ultimately I think that's why entrepreneurship is so important to both of us because I think we both want a lot out of life and we want like certain things for our lives and like for our kids lives and stuff like that and I think that's also like a huge factor in it like that's we're not looking at it just like for us we're looking like at the bigger picture of it all you know definitely like set my kids up for success I know that like I need to be in control of my salary and like I want to be in control of the money that comes to me into my life so yeah Like I, cause you know, when you work a nine to five and like you have a salary and you're working at a corporation and for somebody else, then they set your cap for your income. You know, like you can get bonuses and get raises, but that's all limited to what they say. But if you are an entrepreneur and you're running your own business, like you can constantly create new income generating activities to make an abundance amount of money. You can make as much money as you want. Like that's the way I look at it. And like, that's the mindset that I'm really trying to instill in me and like my clients that money loves us. And like, we can have all of the money we want, you know, like money is attracted to value. So if we're bringing a lot of value and we're like, we're, we're inhabiting or, we're encompassing that value like money is just kind of come to us you know where it's going to be like an overflow and we can have that (laughs) we hope so yes we can but like I just I definitely can't have someone putting a cap on my income because how can I set myself up for like generational wealth if somebody is like just saying that I can only make a certain amount and like I know that you know there is an amount like 90,000 a year or even above 70,000 like that's that's a good income but I just want more because that's just what I want for my life sorry yeah and to have the opportunity to make more it's just like a whole nother level of freedom like there's even at my job right now you know I'm only a part-time employee but the full-time employee that works there she is the store manager and she's not allowed to go over 40 hours like they don't want to pay her overtime. Yeah. And it's just like, they tell you when you can and can't work, like when you, what you can and can't do. Like, you know, she only has a certain amount of responsibilities. Like she can't just go do something else. You know, she has to do what they tell her she has to do, you know, yeah. and it's, it's same with me, you know, <laughs> and it sucks. Yeah. That's, it's crazy. Like, you know, they're really in control of your life then because then yeah. you- you're getting paid x amount and you can't afford like nice things that you want 
then you're either going to go in debt and that's going to be a sticky situation or you're just never going to get the things you want and you're not going to live the life that you really want to. So super important to really realize this and or at least like acknowledge it. Like if you really do want to do something else, like think about how it is to achieve that, like how to get to that place and how much money you need to be able to like leave your current job or whatever but you definitely got to think about it. And like, you can't, you only have one life. So I just, I know that I am not going to be a slave to somebody else's business um, and do that. Cause no way. Hell yeah, bro. I love that because I remember you were so into the corporate world and like, I think your ultimate goal was to be like the CEO of a massive company and right. Do I have that right? I, I wanted to be a marketing director, which is basically like a CEO in the marketing department or just like the captain of the marketing department. Um, yeah. Yeah. I could have, I definitely like a CEO would have been cool too, but I was really like, I've always loved marketing and that's why like, I'm glad that I'm in like the social media marketing now. And like, there's a lot that goes into it, but it is really fun. Like it's really, it's fun to me. It's fascinating. So it's not really work. Yeah, and that's cool too. Like, I feel like you're just naturally good at it. And to then be able to have it in like social media form instead of like in the corporate world, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like it's, it is like more fun than work, you know? Yeah. Like, even to me, like, I'm not really super into that stuff, but it seems fun to be like, you know, it makes me want to try that out. We'll see. But <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. I feel like there are so many different opportunities, especially in the world we live in today with all the opportunities online, like, Oh my God, why so many opportunities. Yeah. Like why would you sit at like a boring, like nine to five job that you hate and like, doesn't pay you enough and doesn't give you the life you want when there are so many other opportunities out there. It's crazy. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I think with that, I think that's a good place to do. You want to give everybody your tip for, yeah, yeah go ahead. Go ahead, bro. (laughs) Take it away. Okay, so kind of like what I want to talk about is if you are in the situation to where you are feeling a little voice inside that's saying, you know, do something else, pursue a particular thing that you're really passionate about, but you just can't afford to step away from your nine to five or your four to close because you can't afford it financially, there is something that you can do which is kind of what I've been hinting at this whole time with saying like, you know, get a financial plan together, like figure out how much you need um, to be able to leave your current job so that you can try something else, blah, blah, blah. But um, what I want to talk about is actually negotiating a raise because like not a lot of people actually think about this. And it's really weird to me because um, like negotiating a raise and like getting paid what you're worth is that's always actually came natural. Even at my first job at BurgerFi, yep. I negotiated my raise after being there. Well, no, no, no. I was there and I got a raise after a month. And then that's wild. After, <laughs> after a few months, I I think I negotiated like a bigger raise. And I um I ended up telling them because he was like, oh, you know, well, why? I don't even know. I don't really know how I said it, but I know that I told them you can evaluate me in three to six months or if you want to do six months. And if like the numbers aren't looking right and or like if I can't justify it, then okay. But like, just give me the chance to show you that I do deserve to be paid X amount. And he gave me that opportunity. 
And then later on, they actually wanted to move me over to another location. And Andrew was the one who was talking to me about it. And I was like, okay, well, you know, you're going to have to compensate for my gas. So that was another opportunity for me to like negotiate more pay because I am now being inconvenienced and you have to think about yourself and you have to advocate yourself for yourself because no one is going to do that for you. So, you know, luckily, like I was able to be like, Hey, you need to pay me for the gas. So I got paid an extra like dollar fifty or like $2 even, um, for that when I switched over. And when I told JR about that, he was like, what you did that. And I was like, yeah, Andrew said that that's what we were doing. And he was like, okay. And he did it. But um, it was really funny. But um, yeah, so that's what I want to talk about negotiating a raise. And it doesn't even have to be just a raise. You can negotiate other things. Like I was saying, like, I, well, I negotiated like getting paid more because of the whole driving factor, but you can, you can negotiate like paid time off, um, vacation time, like sick leave, you can negotiate anything, you know, like having a more flexible schedule, like, oh, well, if you can't, you know, pay me this much, which is what I really need. And like what I um, should be getting paid for X, Y, Z, then you guys need to be more flexible in this area. Like there are ways to really work around that. But I do have a couple steps for you if you are negotiating a raise. So first you need to do your research and figure out like how much people are really getting paid for your expertise in your field, see what the playing field is and like what the high numbers are. You know, you don't want to look at like the low numbers. Like you want to see like, what are you capable of making? Like, what is the cap? Like, what does everything look like? And you need to really analyze yourself and like what value you're bringing to the company or wherever you're working you need to like, you know, see if you can back that up because you can't just go in asking for a raise like when you haven't been doing anything and like, you know, nothing's happened. But because everybody is, you know, going through a pandemic right now and if you are working more because you guys don't have enough staff, like that's a really good way to negotiate a raise. Like, hey, I have been picking up so much slack because everyone is in this unfortunate situation, but I really do need to be compensated because these are hard times and I'm providing, you know, a fuck ton of value for you. So um, you want to do that research and really analyze yourself. Then step two would be going ahead and like sitting down for the talk. But you want to like ask open-ended questions like, you know, what would um, like, what is your, like, what would the best outcome look like from my position in six months? What does that look like for you? What are the results that you need to see to be able to label this as a success, like label my job as a success? Or, you know, like, how has my performance been, you know, like, ask open ended questions, get them talking first, and then ask them, like, you know, I am, I, def- I definitely feel like I've been providing a lot of value lately and I've been doing X, Y, Z. These are my results. You know, what could we do as far as raising my, um, as far as like raising my salary because I have done all of these things for the company and, you know, like see what they say. And then you also need to go in mind with like the number that you're asking for, you know, like you can't just be like, oh, I want to get a raise, but like, what do you want to, like, how much more do you want to make? You know, like you have to have a clear number of like what you're going for. And then when you are rebuttaling and like you guys are talking and you're negotiating, you have to say higher than the number. So if you want a hundred thousand, say a hundred and five, a hundred and seven, like even 110, you know, 
like the worst that they can say is like, no, like come down. And then you're going to end up settling upon the number that you want. So definitely do that and really just like sell yourself. That would be step three. Negotiate and sell yourself and really talk about like why you're unique and why you're the shit and you're the boss. Um, And like you really, you know, hype yourself up. And like I said before, like advocate for yourself because no one else is going to, especially in the workforce. Like you have to be aggressive. And like I know that a lot of people think I'm too aggressive and people like at work call me aggro. I've never heard that term in my life. but (laughs) Aggro. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that before, but people calling you aggro is funny. I don't think it's not accurate, though. Wow, I've never heard this. For the workplace, at least. But <laughs> yeah, somebody called me aggro the other day, and I was like, okay. But um, that's I really funny. Think that like you have to, you have to stand up for yourself and like really kind of just not like demand the respect, but like kind of honestly like demand the fucking respect. <laughs> Yeah. And then step four would be to like, if you don't get the raise and you don't get the number and like whatever, if that's not cutting it for you and you know that you are doing a lot more, like don't be afraid to look for other new opportunities. I'm not saying quit your job and go somewhere else like immediately, but maybe like have an open mind about perhaps getting into a a new career field. Maybe like you can switch some skills. Maybe there's some transferable skills. Um, that you could get paid more and like that would be better or just like you know see what else is out there and has a better salary um, within the career field but these are the steps that I would take to negotiate a raise and I think that negotiating a raise would really help because then you can save more money so that you can start pursuing what you want to do yeah definitely That was a lot. My throat is, like, dry from that whole thing. Dude, I felt like I was in school. (laughs) I felt like I was in one of your, like, little classes. Honestly, that was good. Good practice. Yes, thank you. I really, like, I've been, um, I've been so shitty, like, on my social media lately. Like, I haven't been going on. And then also, I feel like every time I go on to, like, record, I just... I'm not fluent in what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm messing up a bunch. And I every time we do the podcast, like it is really good practice because speaking is hard. Speaking like, is hard. It is. Is it not? <laughs> no, it literally is. I was just laughing because of the way you said it. <laughs> speaking is hard. Yep. Well, with that, I guess we should close it. Yes, I wanted to ask, do you want to announce that we're going to be moving to bi-weekly? Just because you start next week, I just don't know if you want to go another week or if you want to. Um, I, I think we can figure that out because like we can play it by ear, see how we're feeling. But yes, guys, maybe we might be going to biweekly because school is in session for both of us. Um, And Laya start next week and it's going to be a lot. So yes. we might have to move to biweekly, but <laughs> we'll keep you updated and we're definitely going to continue this. Um. And we really just want to give the best quality content we can when we do put it out there. (laughs) So you guys should be thanking us. (laughs) Thanking us because you don't want like our half or like more like 75% brain dead us coming on. Just like not even like knowing what we're talking about because we're so tired from like hustling for our dreams, you know? Yeah. Like fucking crashing from Adderall. Yes, you don't want that. I promise. <laughs> Bro, I, I haven't even thought about that. I hope that never happens on oh, the podcast. I hope it suck. I don't I would never want to have to listen back to that. I don't think we should ever bring those negative vibes on our, <laughs> on our show. 
Never. Seriously. <laughs> All right, y'all. Make sure to leave a review. Do we yes. A review? Yes, or review, please. <laughs> I don't think we even have one. Oh, wait. I'm trying to look at our thing right now. I, I've i gotten so bad at looking at our stats. We don't have a review. Not <laughs> Still? Like my mom hasn't even. This is ridiculous. I'm oh done. I'm done. <laughs> so, guys, please leave us a review or we're going to have to start leaving them ourselves. I'm and gonna. they're going to be super obnoxious. Yes, I'm going to review it from my. We have to stop, like, with these fake threats, bro. We're going to have to actually do it one day. <laughs> Dude, I'm really, I'm, I'm upset that my mom didn't do it yet. I'm going to make Wes do it tonight, maybe. Dude, please. I want to see. Tell Wes to write an honest review. I want to hear what yeah. he has to say. <laughs> yes. All right. So, anyways, guys, you can follow us at the JJ Experience Podcast on Instagram. And you can follow me at Jess Leithauser. And Jade, where can they find you? Y'all can find... Why am I saying y'all? Have you heard the best <laughs> I, I've heard it. Y'all okay. better find me <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> At Finance for Fire. And I really need to take a nap or something. Not sure what's going on. It's like not, bed. Sure not just a nap. <laughs> I've been going, I literally went to bed at 4.30 a.m. yesterday, staying up working on my entrepreneurial dreams. Bro, I don't think I can hang until 4 a.m. anymore. Oh, man. It's the, it's the new bedtime, honestly. I need to figure it out before school starts. Seriously, but yeah, um, <laughs> I literally, I was going to say that I forgot how we ended our episodes. And I, did you hear that, like, really long pause that I had? And then you took over, thankfully, because I literally, like, forgot what else to say. <laughs> When in this episode, or another one? No, right now. When like <laughs> you were like, um, what did you say? I okay. All right, guys, follow us uh, at this thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought we had kind of a set routine a little bit, even though I feel like Jade sometimes forgets it. I forgot. She it doesn't right like now. to shout herself out on Instagram, which I feel like is very weird. <laughs> I feel like we we shout out like the podcast and then ourselves, and it's a it's a lot of shout outs. What? <laughs> That's where you find us. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. We got to go to bed. Uh, we love you, and thank you for fucking listening to us rant. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.